fascinating, interesting debate show is live in the huddle. All right, all right. Jimmy Garoppolo replaces injured Trey Lance. Leads the 49ers to a 27-7 win over the Seahawks. Or the San Francisco 49ers actually better off with Jimmy G at quarterback. And, um, Dino, if you want to kick us off, go right ahead. Yeah, I'm going to kick it off with this one. Um, I don't think the 49ers are better off with Jimmy G as quarterback. And I'll tell you why. Over the last, what, five years that he's been there, four or five years he's been there, have they gotten to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Have they been in the NFC Championship game? Yeah. They've done it, but they haven't won it. They've won, what, one NFC Championship game with uh, Jimmy G? And then they lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. So the 49ers with Jimmy G, they can get there. They can make deep playoff runs, and they can make it to the Super Bowl. But when it comes down to those crunch plays that you got to be there and you got to just go out there and sling it and make a big play, we haven't really seen Jimmy G been able to do that over the course of his, uh, his playoff career. You know, like, they, they're able to get there, but in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, they got this lead, and, yeah, we could blame Kyle Shanahan all we want for the play calling and being extra conservative because after his debacle with the uh, Patriots and Falcons. But at the end of the day, I'm sure there was that, uh, that deep ball that Jimmy G threw. I forgot. It was, like, in the fourth quarter. It was, like, a really deep ball. He was, he was overshooting his receivers, and he just couldn't make those big-time plays to really just close it for the 49ers. And it's not like, you know, it's just been one season or whatever. It's been over the course of his 49er career. So at this point, it's like, when is enough enough with an experiment? Because we've done it for all these years already. And we've gotten pretty much the same result, if not, you know, uh, more disappointing or less disappointing. So I feel like at this point, uh, the Niners, they're smart to go with Trey Lance. I mean, injuries happen. People get hurt. But uh, I think the smart thing for 49ers was to trade Jimmy G to a team that needed a quarterback. And just get the best deal you can for him because at this point, it feels like they were just running in circles with Jimmy G because I don't know if he'll be able to get it done uh, in the big time moments that, you know, we haven't seen him been able to do it so far. So it's crazy because the 49ers have been dealing with injuries in the past, right? And um, this is another, another episode, another chapter, part two to what we already know the 49ers to be. Um, Zay, I would just, Spit this out real quickly here. I slightly disagree with Dino for these reasons. I think when it comes to Jimmy G, you already know what you're going to get, right? There's a thing that you know that you're going to get from Jimmy G, whereas Trey Lance is the underworld. We don't know what we're going to get, right? I think with Jimmy G, you know you're going to get a guy who likes to throw them short passes, and it's very accurate when it comes to those short passes where you just get the ball in between the one and the five, and allow your guys to do something with the ball in their hands, right? The Debo Samuels, the Brandon Ayukes that got speeds on these crossing routes that Kyle Shanahan likes to draw up out of play action. I think also we know that he can't throw the ball deep, so we know his limitations. We know his strengths and his weaknesses. When it comes to Trey Lance, we know his strengths. Yeah, we know he could throw that ball deep, but can he be accurate? And Claire, this is a guy that hasn't played a lot of football over the last couple of years. 2020, pandemic year. I don't believe he played at all his um senior season in college. Last year, he played, he barely played last year. This year, I he played week one in a monsoon. We still didn't get a good depiction of what he can do. He didn't look good in that game. And now week two, he's hurt. So it's like we all going into the underworld with Trey Lance, whereas, all right, we know 
how we got to prepare. We know what we need to do schematically in order to put Jimmy G in the best situation for him to succeed. And I think when you were able to go to a guy in that tough situation and he could come in there, command the offense like he did in the middle of the game and go 13 of 21, throw a couple touchdowns in the process. Then you have a good insurance policy that can be your starting quarterback going forward. And Claire, there's a lot of questions with Trey Lance going forward. And I would like to touch on that in my second lap. But Zay, go right ahead. Yeah, you know, I agree with um, Lil. Um, I think Jimmy G is the best. He was the he. They should have started off with Jimmy G this season. To be honest, I just don't think Trey Lance was ready to be a starter in his in his league, and it's it's showing, it's telling. You know, I understand that that first week against the, the Chicago Bears it was a crazy, disgusting uh, performance, just due to the fact that the weather was just not there. It was disgusting. You know, you couldn't you couldn't really do much on that field. Um, and but I say all of that to say that he didn't look as stout as he was supposed to during. You know, even when he was on the field, you know, and, and it just it all it was like accumulation of Jimmy G starting. I just felt like if you was going to bring Jimmy G back, you should start him because Trey Lance probably needed another year just to know the playbook, to see his personnel, to know who each person is and to make sure he's making the proper plays. I understand that you traded him, you drafted him early first round. But you can't just throw a guy out there to see what he has if you know he's not ready. If you're watching him in practice, you're watching how he it practices, he's watching all these different things. You have to fine-tune it. You have to tweak these things during those practice sessions, during those film studies, so that he's prepared to get on a field. Because we're talking about the NFC West, where the 49ers are primed to try to get to a championship, not just compete, not just make a wild card. This is a team that has everything in place to get there, the only thing missing is that quarterback spot, which they're looking for. And understand that they want Trey Lance to be the guy. They want him to be the number one quarterback of this team or to lead them out of the NFC to get a Super Bowl or to make it to the Super Bowl. We don't know what he is yet because they keep hindering him. They keep trying to force him to do these things. And he's not hes not that guy yet. He's not a fine-tuned product just yet. You have to keep making those adjustments. Keep learning from Jimmy G. Keep learning from your coaching staff. So he could become that quarterback that they want, that franchise QB. But right now, he's not the quarterback that we want him to be or the San Francisco 49ers front office wants him to be. Real quick, I feel like this isn't a – it's not really like a pro-Jimmy G thing from Leal and Zay. I feel like it's more of like a Trey Lance isn't ready and he's not the guy kind of thing because I feel like we all know like what Jimmy G is. And like you said, Leal, what he brings to the table. I just feel like – uh, Jimmy G, I just don't think he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I feel like the Niners really, they're just trying to find who that Super Bowl winning quarterback is going to be. And it might not be Trey Lance for all we know. Because um, if, if he's not ready now, I mean, who knows how the rest of the year is going to look. But um, it's just about finding that Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I don't know if the Niners got uh, either of them. So we'll see. It's dicey because I can see what the concern is. I thought Zay laid his point out perfectly. I think for me, when it comes to this topic, you made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo before, and that's hard to do. Think about some of the teams that have, haven't made a Super Bowl in their franchise history. Better yet, um, not even win a playoff game or barely go to the playoffs, right? It's a hard thing to do. And the fact that they almost did it twice. And I think a lot of the blame was thrown on Jimmy G. He was like the scapegoat because of Kyle Shanahan's lackluster performance as a coach when it comes to situational football and not blowing leaves like he's blowing money at the strip club, um, a.k.a. James Harden, what he do over there. Um, you got to learn how to handle a situation, right? Um, also, defense, you know, 
Football is the most team-reliant sport there is. It's not tennis where you're one-on-one. It's not basketball where you're playing both offense and defense. It's like, yeah, I got a defense. Make a play, brother. I'm on the bench, okay? I give you a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl against Kansas City, and you're allowing Tyreek Hill on like a third and 12 to get behind you and catch the ball and jumpstart that momentum to come back and win that game, you know? So that wasn't Jimmy G right there. Yeah, okay, Jimmy G got the ball with a chance to, you know, take back that lead in the last two minutes of the game, and he failed, but we could have prevented that situation from happening also if our defense came through. So it's like, you know, I think the 49ers pulled the plug too early, and Jimmy G wasn't dead yet, and that's the, you know, the situation. I get it. Kyle Shanahan, we got a quarterback that's always getting hurt. We, should we pull the plug or not? They pulled the plug a little bit too early. My man's is alive. My man's is in Cuba like Tupac. Okay, he's he's alive. He's breathing, and he can play quarterback. And I think when you have that pick that you traded up for the draft, Trey Lance, that's a wasted pick. And I hate to call that a wasted pick on the show because I feel like I'm being inconsiderate to the fact that the guy just got hurt, and I want to see his well being and him being healthy again to take back the job that he was given to and didn't really lose yet, right? Uh, but still, it's like you traded up. You had three pillars that you could have drafted, either one of the three, that are franchise generational prospects. One being Michael Parsons, who you could have got. One being Jamal Chase, who you could have got. And another being Kyle Pitts that you could have got to go alongside George Kittle in the middle. Right. So it's like you chose to go with an unproven commodity. He's not even going quarterback. It's who you went, a project that we all knew that Trey Lance was. You know, you had Justin Fields, who you was at the scouting practices with that was trending on YouTube. You had Mac Jones, who you decided to bypass. So it's like, it's not the fact that they took a quarterback over some of these generational prospects. It's like who they chose. And um, right now, we just don't know much about that guy. Any last you know, real words? Quick, I, I got one quick thing about Trey Lance. I think I'm done. Um, you know, before the season started, I said he could have that impact that Colin uh, Kaepernick had when he first started for that 49ers team. You know, his ability to run the football, his ability to have arm, um, throw the ball down the field, his arm strength. But the one thing that has been consistent, um, unfortunately, since Trey Lance has been in the league, is that his he's unable to read the field. He doesn't know what defenses are running. They don't know how he he doesn't know how they're playing him. He doesn't know when the blitz is coming. He doesn't know if there's going to be a three man rush. There's that those are the things that you need your quarterback to identify at the bare minimum. You know, and I, I just think Trey Lance is unable to read the defenses at an NFL level, which makes him starting very dangerous. For for one, his health. He just got hurt. You know, so clearly the 49ers are trying to, to prop this guy up to being uh, uh NFL ready quarterback or NFL starting quarterback, excuse me. And he's not that guy yet. He's unable to identify. When you have reports coming out that personnel is glad that he's no longer starting and they have Jimmy G back at the starting quarterback position, that's daunting. You don't want to hear that. Not as a player, as a fan. You don't want to hear that you know, the coaches and the, and the players on a team are happy that Jimmy G starting opposed to Trey Lance. You know, you want to see young guys thrive. You want to see those guys build and grow. But he's not ready yet. He has to stand on the sidelines, watch the film. Watch Jimmy G work. Talk to the coaches consistently, almost every damn day, if he even needs to, to understand it and get it embedded in his mind. Because this is profession. This, this, this is what this guy is doing on a living. So he needs to be able to do that. If he's not doing that, then he's clear that he's not the guy. I got a question for you, Zay, and uh, we have a minute left to go, a minute and a half. So I'm gonna make this quick. And anybody have anything to respond after, real quickly, I can go right ahead. Um, so 
you know, we're saying that he's not ready yet. But when is he going to be ready? This is about to be his third year. Right now, it's his second. Next right. year will be his third coming off an injury. Okay. Um, he could, they could pick up the fifth year option, right? And, and or they cannot and decline it. Remember, this guy is going to have to get a contract extension most likely when his time is due. So if he's not ready now, what is he going to show you, you know, um, to prove to you that he's that guy if he ever is that guy? That's the I thing. personally, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I personally feel like. Okay. They should have. They should have let Jimmy G play out his contract. I feel like they should have let him play out his contract and then brought in Trey Lance once Jimmy G's contract was up. I understand they don't want to lose Jimmy G for nothing, but you're gonna wind up losing him for nothing because you're not gonna extend him again. Let Jimmy G play out his contract, and then when Jimmy G's contract is done, you play Trey Lance because at that time he has an ample amount of time on the bench, learning, watching the game, and knowing what he needs to do to win games. I just think for me, I thought you know Kyle Shanahan, he's a quarterback guru. You know, I just thought, you know, he would probably play towards more of um, Trey Lance's strengths, per se. You know, kind of, make, you know, make an offense of overall Trey Lance. Um, and mind you, throughout training camp, you know, there was lots of news about, you know, Trey Lance doing good. You know, it got to a point even Jimmy G couldn't be in the same vicinity, in the same practice vicinity, due to, you know, the situation with Jimmy G contract. You know, we were trying to find out where would Jimmy G end up in. But, you know, they did the right thing in retaining him, you know, for insurance purposes. You can see what happened yesterday. You know, it ended up paying dividends. I think for me, Coach, you made some you made a valid point, actually, that I think definitely makes a lot of sense. And I want to touch on that point. You said something about how Kyle Shanahan is supposed to be the quarterback rule, which he is. He's known to, you know, enhance quarterbacks play and put them in the right situation to succeed, even though. There's a devil's advocate point that you can say, well, when Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt from time to time and he had to roll out the backup quarterback, they didn't look that great. But, hey, you can't win with, um, you know, Zappy or Felipe Franks out here, right? <laughs> Nobody could, right? Bill Belichick can't either. But that's an interesting point because one could argue you got Trey Lance. Shouldn't you put him in a situation to succeed? And, Claire, it's been a small sample size, so I can see that kind of argument where it was like, all right, it's Trey Lance, he's explosive, he can do things that Jimmy Garoppolo can't do, and we have a quarterback rule. He should be able to mold him enough for him to be that guy that don't have to be a superman and a superhero to get this team to the promised land. Am I correct? I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just felt like... You know, what you, you think know, about... Oh, go ahead. No, nah, I just felt like, you know, since, you know, you consider yourself or... You know, the media consider you as a quarterback guru, play towards more of his strength, you know, to make him do something that, you know, that he's not not comfortable doing. Understanding life, we have to be, you know, uncomfortable to be comfortable. But I highlight Andy Reid did with Mahomes and KC, made him sit behind Alex Smith for nearly a whole season. Then after that, towards that next season, like, you know, he put him in situations that, you know, that fit his playing style. So I don't think Trey Lance is a bad player. I just think right now he's just doing something that he does not used to doing. On a daily uh, on a daily basis, and you know with the NFL, NFL stands for not for long. So instead of like trying to waste time, you know, kind of like hey, find something, find a system that that has it that you know for a fact he will thrive well in, and just implement it. That's it. Um, Dino, you got anything to respond to that? You know, I definitely don't think Trey Lance is a bad player, man. I just think he needs some more time. You know, you gotta. Feel him out, give him some time to develop. Like Zay was saying, you know, watch some film and take notes from a Jimmy G, a veteran quarterback. And just um, get your stuff right, you know, and give him some time, give him time to develop. But 
the whole Kyle Shanahan quarterback guru thing that 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 sent me a little. That sent me a little bit because where's his Super Bowl ring to determine right? he's a quarterback guru? Where's that? Where's his Super Bowl ring? And you know what? I was saying the same thing about McVay. Like, can we let this guy win first before we start giving him titles? But you know what? Now McVay won, so it's like, probably like he's a winner. Like, I'm tired of hearing about these people with no Super Bowl rings getting all these proclaimed titles and everything. Like, oh my goodness! Like, let's see him win first, and then we'll be like, all right, this dude's legit. He can win. He's a winner. Now we'll give him this title. You know, but. He ain't won yet, so I don't. And he blew two Super Bowls, so I don't even want to hear this quarterback guru nonsense. Nah, I think that's a fair point too, because you know his record without Jimmy G is suspect. Real suspect. Now we can sit here and say Jimmy G is not that guy, but clearly he has a higher winning percentage than Aaron Rodgers. And when he's not on the team, you know Kyle Shanahan. I mean, Mister Twenty Eight to Three is what I call him. What he do? The Can You Dig It Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Be a dig, dig.